Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Husband. Wife. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Saturnalia. <laughs> um, yeah, do you know what we're going to be talking about today? I think you said we're talking about Santa. We're talking about Santa. Yeah. Is he naughty or is he nice? Uh, is he real or is he not? Should we tell the children? That's a great question. That's what this episode's about. All right, well, let's just jump right into it then. Okay. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, before we get into what the uh, research says, okay, tell me your thoughts about Santa and how you feel about it and what Santa was like in your childhood and... Um, how we deal with Santa with our kids. Well, that's a big lot of questions you just asked me there. How do you feel about Santa? I'm going to start with my childhood. Okay. Okay. In my childhood, I had fond memories of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And we did lots of things around Christmas time. Went and saw lights and did caroling and had family get-togethers. And, you know, Santa was definitely part of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Did you go to see Santa? I yeah, maybe a couple of times. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely did. Um, it wasn't something that like sticks out in my memory exactly. Um, but I do recall that we started questioning things pretty early on, and uh, we were. It, it, I think it started with the tooth fairy because we caught our parents, you know, putting something under our pillows, <laughs> and then oh no, and then it. Then it, you know, it, it fell apart when we started finding Christmas gifts that came from Santa. Because, mm. you know, mm-hmm. we were the kids that looked for our Christmas gifts. You so. were such little assholes. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Seriously, you guys were assholes. <laughs> but I, I guess personally, personally, and, and I didn't grow up in a religious household, so it wasn't like part of the big, like there wasn't a big uh, to-do except for, you know, once a year Santa came, right? Right. Um, so what fell apart for me was... The person who brought the gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, well, it's my parents. Okay, whatever. Like, right. Did you feel betrayed when you found out? I like, really didn't. What liars? I can never trust them again, those fuckers. I got to say I didn't. But then again, and, and, and I qualified this because I it wasn't part of a big religious rigmarole that we went through every year. Right. It was just Santa. That's it. Right. You know, like we we had these weird things that were just things and that's all they were. What weird things? What do you mean? Tooth fairy, oh, um, you Easter know, bunny. Easter bunny, Santa, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. all, all the, the fairy tale, holiday mythological, related. you know, holiday related figures that Got pop it. up in people's lives, right? Yeah. And it, it didn't really, it didn't bother me that he wasn't real. Not that I recall. So let me tell you my upbringing with Santa, okay? Okay. Santa was a big fucking deal when we were kids. Yeah. And part of it is because my dad was in the Air Force and he worked shift work and sometimes, you know, he got sent away on TDY, so he wasn't always home. So Christmas was not necessarily always on December 25th for us. It was when dad could be present for it. Sure. And it was a big deal because, you know, we we planned family time around dad being home to do Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So Christmas for us was more about family than the date on the calendar or whatever religious stuff might be related to it. Because we we weren't raised religious either. Right. But my mom and dad, like, they went a long way to make us believe in Santa. 
Um, like I can remember one year, my mom um, put some powder down on the ground and then <laughs> used one of my dad's combat boots. Wow! To put a footprint in the powder. Now there wasn't even any snow. Like I know this now. Right. So I'm like, why would Santa? But obviously Santa brought the snow with him. Yeah, from the North Pole. Yeah. Obviously. Right. And um, like another time they had like, um, uh, I think they did like crumpled up Oreos or something as coal. Right. You know, that they left um, just a little trail. Sure. And, you know, just fun stuff like that, right? Right, right. And I have no idea when we stopped actually believing that Santa was magical. But here's the thing. My parents never came out and admitted, fact on fact, there is no such thing as Santa and we are Santa. Right. Because when asked, they always said, and I love this, and this is what I've always said to our kids, Santa is as real as you want him to be because Santa is about the magic of Christmas and love and giving and being together with your family. Right. And that was the best possible way that they could say, of course he doesn't exist, stupid. Right. But play along because it's fucking fun. And we always did and we always have. Sure. And that's what I always told my kids. Yep. And I just love that because it's like fun and, you know, you get to play along with your parents. Right, right. I I think, and, and I'm only gauging this on my upbringing. I don't feel like you know, introducing this figment of your imagination into um, a holiday festival type thing does, I, I, I could be wrong. I don't feel like it does a lot of harm, though, if it's done correctly. But I, I right. also at the same time recognize that it, it is. is part of a larger thing, which is religion, mm-hmm. that does do harm and can, with the whole bit that goes along with it, cause well, even more harm. And the um, the whole consumerism part of it of gift gift right. gift gift well and yeah. that i think so my parents we did there was a couple of years where we did like homemade gifts for mm-hmm. for christmas and stuff like that that we did family get togethers and it was all homemade gifts so i mean i it wasn't like that every year and obviously that's not what we do anymore but like we try my, my family tried to make it about giving and family and the right thing family than more so than about right. consumerism and religion Right. So. No, totally, totally. I think our family did it differently than yours, obviously. Yeah. But I think that the reasoning was the same to put a big emphasis on family and loving each other. Right, right. And making it that one time of year when you focus on trying to be around each other and enjoy each other's company. And that's where I take issue with it. That one time a year. Right. You know? Well, it's. When when I say that one time of year when we focus right. on it, that doesn't mean that you don't be that way or that you shouldn't be that way all the time. Right. But it is good to have, I think, I, I think that we should always be good to each other. But I also think that it is good to have an annual reminder of, hey, you know that thing you're supposed to do all year round? Right. Like, actually focus on it. It's kind of like Thanksgiving and the whole gratitude thing, how it's become so gross. Yeah. And I hate seeing people's gratitude fucking posts every November. Right. But on the same token, I think it is good to have an annual remembrance of, hey, you should be grateful every day. You should find a reason to be happy every day. But 
definitely this time period, we're going to focus on it just in case you forgot. Got it. So I think it's, it's like you said, it should always be there, but it's become gross. I don't know. I struggle with this one in my head. I, I mm-hmm. don't really. Um, the back and forth. I'm not as much pro Santa as you are. Well, but I have nostalgia related to it. Yeah. So let's f- see what some of the research says. Okay. Okay. I'll start with the bad. Okay. Sure. There's parents um, question the morality of telling an extended lie to their children. Yeah. Which, um, you know, could erode trust. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It also raises concerns regarding whether their children will lose trust in them once they discover the truth, which is what I just said. Yeah. And um, then there's also what about kids on who are neurodivergent, who are maybe on the autism spectrum. They require specific and targeted understanding of truth and fact versus imagination and fantasy. Right. And that makes it really hard for them to discern, you know, what is real. Right. Right. Um, Then there's uh, the race factor as well, which many see Santa as just another white male that we're forcing children to obey. Right. Um, And, you know, speaking of the race factor, there's a bunch of people that are like, Santa's white. And it's like, he's imaginary. He's whatever. He's whatever you want him to be. Yeah. He's every race. Right. He's all the races. Right. He's the best of everyone, you know? Yeah. Like, duh. Um, then there's uh, the negativity of using Santa only as a way to threaten against bad behavior. Right. Which, right. you know, that's shitty. Yeah. Like, you're only going to get presents if you are good. Right. And... If you're bad, Santa's not going to bring you shit. Yeah, that's a fucking, that's a that's a lot of weight to carry on a kid. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like thinking you're going to get punished by this imaginary figure. Yeah, I mean that's essentially religion too. Yes. So you which know. yeah, they are definitely related. And then finally, there's uh, the economic, the economically oppressed children. They're not going to get nice gifts from Santa. Right. So is it really fair that like in our house we've always made the ridiculously expensive stuff if we're able to get something like that we always make that the thing that's from santa because clearly that's not something that mom and dad would give right 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 and there are people saying it should be the other way around that santa should bring the small junk not the expensive shit yeah well i think early on with our kids and and we did do santa Mm -hmm. Um, early on with our kids, we told them not to like talk about their gifts at school and stuff too, Mm -hmm. because we were concerned about people that didn't have as much or weren't able to, you know, and and vice versa. Like there might be people that have more than our kid, you know? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those things that it can show the disparage, uh, sorry, the discrepancies in how much, you know, one person makes versus another. And that's Mm -hmm. like it to a kid. It just seems unfair. And it is unfair. Right. So... That's all the bad stuff. How do you feel about, like, the lie? I... Do you hmm. feel like it pushes a bad sense of morality? So we have two kids, both of them are which are now adults. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we've had discussions with both of them, I think, about this mm-hmm. after they were adults. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like it hurt them. Like, I don't feel like it was a thing that caused a problem in our relationship or anything like that. And I do think that they had fun with the whole Santa thing at some level. Mm-hmm. So I I guess 
I mean, we in still, our case, in we our still give our kids a gift from Santa. Right, right. In our case, I, I guess I'm okay with it, and you know, I it's it's fine. You right. know, I again, just my personal opinion. I'm not big on Santa. I don't like pushing. I, there's so many things that I'm against with regard to Santa, and it goes to consumerism and religion and things like that. But at the same time, we've never done those specific things. You know, like, it's never been about you have to give this to that person and you have right. to, you know, like, that's never been what it's been about. Our kids have always gotten the thing that we were excited to get them because it was something that they wanted more than anything in the world. Or because, didn't even know that needed. they wanted. Yeah. So, um, that's what it's always been with us is like we got them something to help further their art or their working out or whatever it was. You know, that was what we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, something related to their personal interests. I don't know. I, I don't have I a great answer. I realize that you were so anti Santa. This is such a odd discussion to be having. I am not. Hmm. You I sound like you're anti Santa. I'm anti Santa because of what it represents in the grander scheme. I'm You're not anti-American. Santa. Like I, at a personal <laughs> level, like we manage, we're parents, right? And we manage it the way we manage it. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay knowing how we manage it, that we manage it, that we, that we handle it correctly. Mm-hmm. Like we handle it in a way in which I don't think it's going to damage our kids in a way in which I think it makes it fun and better and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, but I don't think that the idea in general is a good thing. So if you could go back in time, would you not do Santa in our household? Oh my I don't god, know. that I... pregnant silence. Holy shit. I don't know. Wow. That's amazing. I had no idea. This conversation <laughs> is like literally rocking me off my chair. Um, how do you feel about um not obviously it didn't erode their trust in us. Do you feel like it taught them you know, that lying is okay or whatever? No, I don't think that that happened. Okay. So you might not do Santa if we went back in time. I still would. But No, I, I get it. I get it. And again, I, I think that as it, re- as it comes down to me and you, I'm fine with the way we do it. Like, you know, you've always been big on Christmas and, and I have fond memories of Christmas as well. So, like, I'm not against doing Christmas. It's just... I guess with hindsight as to partly for what we're doing now, partly some of the people that I've talked to, partly just, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I'd be for it being who I am now if I went back 20 years. That's you know? so interesting. So. Wow. I'm, I'm shooketh. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what some of the researchers say are good about Santa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It does help preserve the magic of the season. Also, it is a natural part of a child of child development to have an imaginative thought process. Right. So it does encourage that part of their brain. Sure. And believing in things that grown ups don't is a perfectly normal part of childhood. From fairies in the garden to monsters under the bed. Sure. Things like that. Imaginary friends. Right. So, like, that is not only normal, but encouraged. Right. Um, because it is part of their natural development. Right. Also, believing in joy and goodwill sure. is, you know, a good thing to encourage, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, here's another thing I found interesting, because this is something that is discussed in um, certain 
types, certain types of therapy for mental health. Looking forward to Christmas Day provides hits of anticipatory dopamine. Yeah. And um, there's this whole list of uh, things that you're supposed to do for, like, providing yourself happiness. One of them is planning out things to look forward to. Gotcha. And Christmas Day Provides one of the one biggest, of right? Yeah, yeah, it's like a. a it's easy, funny. It's, it's a funny gimme. you said that because, like, when I was growing up, like Christmas Day was my brother and I. We would get up at like five mm-hmm. in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, and tiptoe down the stairs and like look see what we could see, mm-hmm. and then like you know wait until like six o'clock hit because we're like that's a reasonable hour, right. and then we go knock on our parents' door and be like, get up now, now. <laughs> But our kids, our kids slept in. Oh my God! You couldn't get them up on Christmas Day. I mean, They're like, it would be like ten a.m. and we would be like, "Okay, the day's getting away from us. Let's do Christmas." Right? We're like, we're like, get up, Christmas. Santa's been here, and they're like, "Oh, can you wait me in like a half an hour?" And we're like, "No, we already did that." Twice. I mean, this is even like early on. Yeah. Even when when our kid was like little, little. They didn't want to get up for Christmas. No, neither there was one never of them. an anticipatory. And I, I got up early to Christmas too. Day. Like when I was a kid, me and my sister um, on Christmas Eve, we would share a room, so right. that probably so that my parents could make sure right. that we were of locked course. in safely <laughs> to one little area, not tiptoeing around. Right? right, right. And did you and your brother share a room uh, on Christmas Eve? So, I mean, we shared a room for some years, but then no, after a certain point. Mm. So. Yeah. So I mean, we didn't have, we had separate rooms, but it was just on Christmas Eve. Right. We shared a room so that we would get up together. Right. And yeah, we were always up by 8 a.m. Like, gotcha. Yeah, I we mean, were up before that. So. Right. I mean, that makes sense. I think that's the way most kids are. But yeah, our kids were like, we'll get there when they get there. The presents ain't going nowhere. Right. And we're like, but the cat's getting into stuff. <laughs> and, and we're hungry. And we stayed up all night wrapping shit last minute. We're like ready yeah, to if we're get up, Christmas then you on. fuckers should be up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Okay, so here's another thing that researchers say. In taking children to see animated movies, and like there was a list of like the really popular um, Disney movies like Frozen yeah. and... Moana, you know, Encanto, right. for God's sakes. Right. Or reading fun books, and they listed fun fantasy books like Harry Potter's the obvious big one, but there's also, you know, Chronicles of Narnia and, sure. and other kid books, right? Yep. And in dressing them up for Halloween, we're involving children in fantasy worlds, and that's as it should be. Right. We should be providing these fun things, these fun experiences for our kids. Yeah. And... Santa is one of those, I guess. They and, say. and again, I'm torn on the subject. I'm mm-hmm. not. I, I'm torn because I I don't like what Santa and Christmas has come to stand for. Right. It's not family anymore. It's well, really I mean, just not. It's kind of like, do you like America? And the answer is uh, mixed bag. I like what it could be and should be, but not what it is. Is that how I, you feel about Christmas? Yeah. Like I kind of like how we do our Christmas now. We do our Christmas very minimal. And we don't even sell or uh, decorate. No, like, not we don't really. even have a tree up this year. Yeah, no. And um, we just we spend time with family and we we give gifts that we know our kids are going to like. And mm-hmm. and, you know, we just enjoy our time with them. That's all. Mostly we do family stuff like. Yeah. Um, we always start the day unwrapping presents and then we go to your mom's for like 
dinner, which is actually like just late lunch. Right. And then we go to my parents for like coffee and pie and cake and whatever. Sure. And then that's pretty much it. And we get to see our siblings. Yeah. And yeah. No, it's, I mean, that's, and that's, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm, we're in the middle of this podcast and I'm sitting here just analyzing my thoughts and I'm not really, I'm not really sure, but I don't think that you have to be sure. I, I think that, I think you just not, you can't, you just have to not be an asshole, right? You, you right. can't use Santa as a punishment avenue. You can't use um, religion the same way. Like that's what, that's a big hang up that I have with mm-hmm. religion is the way it's utilized on kids as a punishment and a fear thing. Right. Um, so I, I guess it's in how it's implemented at the household level. Really? Yeah. Um, I can remember my first reaction on reading an article about how you shouldn't give um, the expensive gift from Santa um, to your kids because, you know, economically oppressed kids don't get fancy shit yeah. from Santa. Yeah. I remember my first initial reaction was like, excuse you telling me how to do my Santa. I'll give what the fuck I want. But no, see, like, that makes sense to me. No. Well, that's what I'm saying. My initial right, reaction right. was like, um, the hell you say, stop bossing me around. But like, that was two years ago. And over the last two years, that article has sat with me. Yeah. And I'm still kind of like, I'll do it the way I want. But I'm also like, but yeah, that makes sense though. Right. If we could all agree, if we could all agree, right, that Santa only gives small trinkets or something, right? Mm-hmm. That would make it a little bit more fair for kids across the world, you know, like across right. the country or whatever. Because they wouldn't be as put out if Santa didn't get them the, you know, Fucking whatever. PS2 or whatever the fuck the new thing yeah, is. Yeah, the big stuff came from the parents. It wasn't something Santa didn't get them. Right. You know, but the expectation is that you can ask, the, the expectation is that you can ask Santa for whatever you want. And you'll get something on that list. Right. Right? Right. Like, at least. Yeah. And then some kids get it all. Mm-hmm. And some kids get maybe one thing or maybe not. Yeah. You know, like. Maybe they so, get nothing. I mean, and then when that gets broken out at the, you know, friend level, when, you, when you're talking about it at the school the next day mm-hmm. or the next week, whatever, um, that's when the problems start setting in. Like, wait, why would Santa bring you this and I got that? Right. You know, I only got this is socks. Fucked up. It's fucked up. And you got all the, you know, new games and right. shit, right. whatever, expensive things. Yeah. Yeah. That that's And then parents have to start backpedaling and making excuses as to why our version of Santa is different from Tommy's version of Santa. Right. You know, like why did they get that and I only got this, you know, and then and then it forces the parents to increase that lie mm-hmm. or have a sit down and, you know, whatever. Right. I mean, I don't think that ever really happened in our case, but mm-hmm. it could. It could. Right. And right. I could see, I mean, we, we were never, we're not, we're not rich. We're, we're not, we always, we always made enough money to get something nice for our kids, you know? So right. I don't feel like they ever wanted for what, they, they didn't care what the other kids got. They got what they wanted, you right. know? And, but there's there's a poor kid out there that didn't get probably anything, anything for Christmas. Of course. And sitting there just, you know, sad as fuck. Why can doesn't be, Santa like me or whatever? Why right. don't I deserve 
you know, how bad am I that even Santa didn't bring me? Right. And their parents might have even got mad at them for even asking, right. you know, about Santa or getting gifts and stuff, right. you know? So, I mean, you just don't know what's what kind of trauma is happening because of the holiday and the other kids around you. So. Right. And, like, I can see somebody like my parents being like, you know, well, why is it, why are other kids my responsibility? And, like, I guess that was kind of my initial reaction was, and, and I'm not proud of my initial reaction, to be clear. Okay. Yeah. My initial reaction was like, well, why do I have to worry about other people's households and what Santa's bringing other kids and blah, 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 blah. But that is such a like self-centered, small-minded way of thinking of it. Right. And I mean, on the one hand, I do want to make sure that my kids get something good for Christmas, whether it's from me or Santa. Sure. And I don't want to have to worry about other kids. Right. And I guess I resent the fact that, but I do though. I guess I this do, is why I struggle. I do with have the, to worry about other kids. This is why I struggle with the question of Santa because if mm-hmm. we had a, if we had a real discussion about the meaning behind Christmas, right? And and our kids understood that we were the ones getting the gifts and they were the ones giving the gifts, etc. Mm-hmm. You know, at that level, then there's no longer this problem of of Santa gave us this, but you didn't get that. Right. You know, there's no longer this question as to um, whether or not it's a, a punishment from some imaginary thing or from your right. parents. You know, like right. it it doesn't it's less repressive, I feel, to do it a different way, to do it in, in a way that maybe Santa represents um, a time to show love to your family and giving. And, you know, maybe Santa just shows up to reinforce that everyone's giving something and treating you right and everything like that. But it's in the way that we state what Christmas is and what Santa's about that will define how you relay that to other people in your life, including kids at an elementary school level that relay it to their friends. And, and that's where the problem comes in. I mean, you and I don't even participate in family gift exchanges partly because of this. Right. Because it's pointless. Well, that and we don't have enough money for all of our family members. Right. And it's not to do that and to get our kids the things that we want to get them. Well, and essentially, why don't you just all take out a $10 bill and just swap it with each other? Right. Like, it's the stupidest shit. Yeah. I've never, 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 never understood gift exchanges. I don't either. I'm like, there's always like a dollar limit. And I'm like, okay. Can I just take that dollar limit and go, you know, get, get my own shit want. that I want? Yeah. Because this is stupid. Because how many times have you ever just said, I have $25 just to spend on myself for something fun? It's and much less stress to just enjoy your family. Like, can we just, like, skip the gift giving between the, the extended family and just, let's just enjoy our time? Right. Well, like, just this evening, it occurred to me, I said to you, oh my God, it's Christmas Eve and because our... Um, kids aren't with us this year. Yeah. And it's just me and you. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't really decorate. We didn't put up a tree or anything. And I was like, oh my God, it's Christmas Eve. And yeah, we have plans to go see our families tomorrow. But you and I specifically, we did not get each other even one thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel like shit. And you were like, oh shit, me too. And I was like, oh, that's crappy. Like we have nothing to unwrap from each other tomorrow. And then you were like, Let's just get out our phones and each order something. And I was like, right. for each other or for ourselves? And you were like, well, for ourselves. Yeah. Because uh, if I'm being honest, like, there are specific things that I want. And I want to, like, be free to buy them without feeling guilty. 
Like, I'm not going to go out book shopping right, right the now. The gift I ain't I'm going to give you right now is the free pass of not feeling yeah, guilty go for buy spending yourself whatever like 40 book you bucks, want. you know, or yeah. whatever, you know. Go buy yourself a couple books, whatever book you want. I know that's what you want. I don't know what book you want. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, anytime I've ever asked you, like, to buy me books, I give you a specific list of, yeah. here are five books that I want. Pick one or two to get for me. Right. I might as well just get them myself. I agree. And I mean, same I mean, for I mean, you. I Hmm. I to me, I guess like I enjoy. You know this, like when our kid when when our kid got sick, I would go and like on the way back from the doctor's office, I would run into a store and get their medicine, and I'd come up with a thing of Legos or something. Every single time, one hundred percent. Or you would swing by one of the game stores and buy a video game. Buy a video game, one hundred percent. Every time, yeah. I'm like, where the fuck are we going? This isn't the way home. And you would stop every time. <laughs> And get our sick kid something to cheer them up. But why? Because you buy presents all the time throughout the year to make your child happy. It right. doesn't have to be on Christmas. Exactly. Which is the point that I think you were trying to ultimately make. Yes. That we try to get something for each other, for our kid, whatever. I mean, okay, yeah, we don't have anything for each other for Christmas under the tree. But how many times have you walked into the house with something that like, oh, I saw this and thought of you, right. or, or hey, I stopped at the grocery store and, and they of, had they had a bag of candy on sale half off, so I right, got you too. Right, right. Like that sounds stupid, but you guys, if you are not buying your significant other or your babies something small and stupid that you know that they like, you're doing life wrong. Right. Right. If if you've got the money for a little bit extra something stupid, right. Every once in a while. Yeah. I, I guess that's. Yeah, that's my point. And I, you, I don't, my point, is, my, what's my point? My point is. Love each other. Yeah, just be, yeah. Love each other all the time. Be nice to each other all the time. And if you don't have the money to buy stupid somethings, come in all the time and tell your people that you love. Tell them you love them. Use those words. Write them on a sticky note. Hey, I like your stupid hair today. Right. You know? And that whole thing where you get a gift and you're like, this sucks. Why? Why why do we do this to each other? Why do we Mm-mm. why not just get the gift you want? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like I the the part that's important is the family, is the love, is mm-hmm. the being together. Yeah. It's not the fucking gifts. It's not the gifts, you guys. So that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um that was our rant on Santa. Um but we have more. There's we there's have more, more of a rant. You guys. We have we're gonna more. we're gonna go rant in a minute, but this is this is gonna be for Patreons only. Yeah, Patreon this subscribers next only. Part is for Patreon subscribers. Yeah, only. so if you want to continue this conversation with us here on Christmas, do you know what else we're talking about on for patrons only? We're talking about Elf on the fucking shelf. We sure as fuck are. Yeah, because Elf on the shelf is well. Fuck we'll, that we'll save. Elf. Well, yeah. Sorry, I won't. I won't even save that. I I. I shared a picture tonight on Twitter <laughs> and uh, it was uh, a picture of like some like chicken wing bones in the shape of like an elf with a little elf hat. Oh my God. Only they were eaten and it said, um, Santa, thanks for the elf. <laughs> Cookies help wash it down. You know? <laughs> something, like, something like that. And that, that really describes my entire feelings on the situation. <laughs> but we will get into it more. If you subscribe to Patreon, it's only $2 a month at the lowest level. Yeah. You'll get to hear our extra little rant here. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know on average, an American spends like 30 bucks a month on just alcohol? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're only asking for like $2. You can probably find that 
laying outside your car if you just keep looking every day. Oh, my God. So I'm just saying, you know, whatever. In your join, couch. Join us or don't, but it's two bucks a month, you know, and then you can get all the bonus episodes. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks, guys, for joining us for the Santa rant, and uh, hopefully we'll see you uh, over for the Elf on the Shelf rant here. Yep, yep. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Well, this was just a teaser introducing our special bonus episode just for our Patreon members and our ACAST Plus subscribers. But how can listeners hear the entire episode? Visit us at patreon.com and become a member or subscribe on ACAST Plus. That's right. For as little as $2 a month on either platform, listeners can hear all our bonus material. That sounds like a great deal. Links are in the show notes. Go sign up now. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.